Okay, so even though the film did not come out yet, there's been... Which is why I don't even understand how you're about to say... And and I didn't either, but somebody brought it to my attention. They were like, yo, this might be kind of corny. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Me being unbiased, the fact that, you know, I know Beyonce's in it and my faves are in it. They're like, yo, the voiceovers seem kind of corny compared to it. And I think people are just stuck on the fact that The Lion King was a cartoon. Is yeah. Okay. So you have to take away the cartoon factor with from the CGI factor and it goes together. Another well, CGI film that had singing and characters like that was the Jungle Book. Yeah, that was the first. That's yeah. immediately what it makes me think of. I mean, that's the thing with all these cartoon to live action movies is that you it is kind of hard to believe that you can see these cartoons as live right, action right. so for them to really achieve the whole thing and bring it together right. and make it feel transparent and like still nostalgic but up to date is the challenge and so when they do it it's always cool that's beauty and the beast did it well jungle book did it well Oh, I um, forgot about Beauty and the Beast. Right. Who? who I, I haven't seen Aladdin, but apparently it's, it was great. Okay. Yeah, so. I don't know. Like, I I saw the clip that um, Gambino was on, I believe, Kemmel. Mm. Yeah, he was on Kemmel. And I saw the clip um, of him and Seth Rogen sing, singing, um, why is it not coming to my head? I was going to say Bare Necessities. Mm. Oh, wow. Him and Seth Rogen singing, ah. Uh, What's that song? Bare Necessities, Hakuna Matata. <laughs> there we go. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? Two iconic <laughs> songs, both in their own right. Both iconic. Because I thought of the Jungle Book. Hakuna Matata. And I'm like, it looks like it goes with it. Like, it's CGI. T- to be very honest, the CGI previews, like, the, the, the how would the film looks, I've expected that. Like, you're, you're they used the cartoon as reference mm. and actual real animals. So, that's how it's supposed to look. Like, right. Scar is supposed to look ashy and mean and dark right. like that. Skinny. And skinny. And, you know, he's supposed to look like that. Go back to the... Malnourished. It's a cartoon. I think people have to take away with the fact of a cartoon and a live action and really take that I away. I did always wonder why Scar was always the darker brother. And why he had to be the bad guy. <laughs> he had to be the bad guy. You ever, see, you ever see drawings of Mufasa's old buttery skin up and then you see Scar and they make him all brown. You making this a light skin, dark skin thing? I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, I also have a feeling that Beyonce's not going to do no press for this movie. She, like, I feel like everybody else She did it already. Is, she did, the, she did the, um, the premiere and that was it. That's it? That's what? it. I feel like you're about to see everybody else on all the late night shows. I'm doing all the interviews, promoting everything. She's just going to be watching from home. Oh, yes. Because you know she's she's Nala, but Nala wasn't Nala was a main character, but Nala didn't have that no, many no, lines in the movie. No, that's not the point. It doesn't matter how many. At this <laughs> point, if you had a, like a A name star like that, you need that to help push the movie. But I'm sure somewhere in her paper where she was like, I won't be doing any Mm-mm. We're gonna be at the premiere though. Yeah, we will be there. Yeah, you know, looking great, black excellence. They did. But um, and I saw that little. That's Destiny, it. I saw that little Destiny's Child reunion little little. Easter egg thing they try to throw away. They all dress the same in the same colors, different, different, different styles. Same. Color. <laughs> I didn't repeat that. Yeah. Let's start the show. I've been, I've been working all night. Now I need to hear you call my name. Where you at? On the way. How far? On the way. Popping, popping on the way. How far we take it all the way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've been going on 
Welcome back to another episode of the On The Way Podcast, where we give it to you straight. In this space, we won't say anything behind your back that we won't say to your face. We keep you up to date with the latest music, news, and everything related while you are on the way. I'm Khalil. And I'm Sylvie. And this is the On The Way Podcast. You can listen to this podcast on your way to SOBs this month, Wednesday, July 31st, to see me live at 7.30. You can listen to this podcast on your way to Sweden. Oh, and hopefully on your way back. Or not. But either way, anyway, this is the On The Way podcast. Black Queen. Yes. Sylvie Jones. How you doing? I'm feeling really jungle book hat. (laughs) I'm feeling really blessed this morning. Um, Happy Thursday. Happy to be alive. Um, I'm I really feel like I'm so tired. But at the same time, it's like like anytime I I want to complain, I always think about the goal that I had for myself um, on the last day of 2018 Mm, and how I didn't want to end 2018 and 2019, how I ended 2018. So the days that I'm tired, the days that I want to complain, the days that it seems like it's rough, it's tough, or it's challenging, I always I think about, this is what you wanted. This no is what you wanted. So it's like, I can't I can't even like dwell on it. I can't even try to. Um, so I'm just blessed and happy to be here. I come How are you, brother? Basically. I'm good. I'm doing well. I'm doing good. Amen. I hear that, Sylvie. I'm doing well. Today, on today, I have to shout out our former co-host and forever brother, Rob Milton. Today is his 30th birthday. Yes, you owe. I've known him since he was a bully in the youth choir and used to squeeze my hand during prayer. (laughs) (laughs) And now, look at him performing, taking his music to Los Angeles, just traveling and living his best life. Making 30 look great, man. Because I could imagine Rob doing that. He was a, oh, he was a bug. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, happy birthday, Rob. All right, you ready? Yeah. Let's jump into the weekly playlist. Weekly playlist. To keep up with our weekly playlist, follow us on Instagram at Instinct ENT, where we release it every Wednesday. This week, we've got Revenge of the Dreamers 3 by J. Cole and Dreamville. Last Year Being Humble by Zoe Dollars. Still Rolling Up, Something to Ride With by Devin the Dude. And Eris by Jaden. I'll go first. Okay. So this week for my first album, I had Revenge of the Dreamers 3. It's the third compilation album from J. Cole's label, Dreamville Records, and features artists such as J.I.D., Earth Gang, Young Nudie, Child Major, Childish Major, Maxo Cream, Buddy, Guapdot 4000, Omen, Smino, T.I., Kaz, or Cuz, I don't know, Ty Dolla Sign, Dreezy, Saba, and of course, Ari Lennox. Mm-hmm. As soon as I put the record on, I could tell it was going to be an experience. There were 18 tracks on this album, and sometimes that can seem long, but this this album had but this album had me right in the pocket the whole time. I didn't miss it. It didn't miss a beat, and it didn't even feel like it was an hour and four minutes. 
every track was really memorable, vibable, especially for elevating and for driving. Uh, loved the majority of the album, specifically Ladies, Ladies, Ladies featuring J.I.D. and T.I., which also did confuse me because it's like, T.I., you married, dog? Did you record this song when you and Tiny were on the outs? But nope, I probably think, the day before. But I think it just goes um, to his awesome ability to tell a story through rapping. Um, I also love Swivel. I love a word swerve 1993 was also great to hear jid cause or cuz earth gang and earth gang poke fun at j cole who's like their boss down bad is another one that goes however the two ari lennox songs got me self-love is awesome but i think i think got me which has the most basic but it's like it has the most basic baseline but it's really effective. Sylvie, this is the bass line. The bass line is just this. Look, I'm going to play it and then you're going to hear it in the track. It goes. Sorry. That's a piano app? I look over and I see you pressing. I'm like, wait a minute. Call me when you're lonely. Call me when you need somebody. You do it for your man and not just anybody. And I got you long as you got me. Yeah. I got you long as you got me. And I got you long as you got me. I got you long as you got me. Yeah, I also enjoyed this project. Um, and you hit the ones that are my favorites as well. Um, you got my girl Ari Lennox on it. Yeah. And that song just, didn't even have a lot of instrumentation, but Ari Lennox and Ty Dolla Sign collab is something I never knew I needed. Ari Lennox and anybody a collab is something you never knew you needed until you have it. This week I had, this week my first album I had last year being Humble by Zoe Dallas. He's a Haitian rapper best known for launching his music career in 2012 um, after release of his debut mixtape. His single, Blow a Check, launched him into popularity three years later, attracted international attention, and becoming a regular feature on various online music platforms. This led him to a record deal with Epic Records and Future's Free Brands imprint, which is where I heard of him kind of before. Um, He eventually released his first official mixtape entitled Port-au-Prince. Yeah, shout out to my Haitians. Um, And followed up with Nobody's Safe. And then his debut EP entitled Mapule, which means I'm hot. Mm. Or I'm on fire. I'm hot! With his popularity continuing to make waves online. Um, He's worked with artists like Chris Brown, French Montana, Tory Lanez, Future, T-Pain, and toured frequently to promote his music. This is my first time hearing from the rapper, really, um, and I'm not really mad at him. He has a few good songs on this album, um, such as Made Me a Dog featuring Gunna, uh, Devil in My Me- in My Bed featuring Future, which I played that a few times. That was pretty cool. Yeah, 
Chasing his happiness to the end. My bitch is a devil, she in my bed. Major Margella, my bitch is a rebel. She came in vanilla, she came in a spill. I treat that bitch like she broke for the devil. Ain't showing no slack and ain't cutting no deal. I spent $2, that's on the watch, but still, my neck and my ears are more. Uh, and no weakness. No weakness. I would say that he's a character. He's in, a, he's in the category of rappers who sing rap. Like yeah, yeah. A Boogie and Roddy Rich. But you still got good content. Yeah, though. of course, of course, yeah. of course. Okay, this week for my second album, I had Still Rolling Up, Something to Ride With by Devin the Dude. This Houston, Texas rap. This is the Houston, Texas rapper's 10th studio album. At times, I thought I was for real, for real listening to Raphael Sadiq. I thought he was featured on the tracks or even took over, but it was just Devin the whole time. Mm -hmm. I think the best way to describe his style and this album like is like Raphael Sadiq meets Nate Dogg. Okay, I can see that. We reviewed his last album, um, Acoustic Levitation, in 2017. And Devin has never been one to shy away for his love of Mary Jane. The majority of this album sounds like the soundtrack to the ultimate L writing session. Of course, yeah. The mix of going from singing to rapping is great, and the production on each track alone stands out as well. My favorite tracks on my favorites on this project would have to be Trapping Nigga, Something to Ride With. Pretty little thing, you and sorry. Call the police. I blame it on you. You for sure that it's me. I guess it's best for us to let it go, let it be. Out of reach and out of touch of what reality is, but it's over and done with. You may be mad at me, shit, but I'm sorry. If the stick no longer fits you, I'm sorry. For me thinking that it's you, I'm sorry My bad, it's all me, I'm sorry At least that's what you call me Yeah, I enjoy those as well And I, I, I feel the same way, like I feel like he's more in the category of like the currency They always have, it's consistent, it's not bad, it's, mm -hmm. con it's consistent L writing music. Mm -hmm. So if that's your thing and that's what you're into. I thought he was really from the West Coast, but he's from Houston. But I, I don't know. And that's kind of more towards the West. No, no. They're Southwest and Midwest. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to give you the benefit of the doubt, brother. <laughs> this week for my second album, I had Eris by Jaden Smith. This is the Rock Nation signee's second studio album following up his debut, Sire, in 2017. All right, so for starters, we know Jaden Smith for his acting, we know his family and things of that nature, but do we know Jaden's music? Well, if you have never heard of Sire, I feel like listening to Aris is similar, but different in a way. Um, the first four songs to spell out the word pink are four different songs, but it's also like one long song if you're listening to while doing something like I was. Like, I was listening to it while I was, like, cleaning up. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, this is a good long song. That was Willow <clears> on there, right? <clears throat> mm -hmm. He had Willow singing beautifully on P, which seemed like the intro for the long song. Um, I and N were, were a bit more fast-paced. Mm -hmm. And then K slows down again. So it's like it, it begins a little slow, you know, and then it, it, gets, it turns up and then it gets slower again. Mm -hmm. um, noise featuring Tyler, the creator, reminded me of being warped in this bad dream that's out of my control. So that was interesting. Mm -hmm. um, I enjoyed, again, featuring Sire, who I'm pretty sure it's him, but, like, the other personality of his. Like, okay. Sire likes to sing a lot. Okay. And then, you know, Jaden raps, but Jaden Sire. So it's, yeah. 
Um, a lot of the songs seem similar to me, except for like Summertime and Paris featuring Willow Smith. Um, that was my favorite one. They collab so well together, and I feel like they just get each other. I don't know if it's because they're just siblings, yeah, or you know, or what it is, but they just respect each other in their own right as like artists. They do. I like that they ended that song. He ended that song by just saying Summertime. It made me think, like, yeah. what's he trying to be like? Like, give his dad like, a shout pay out. homage. Yeah. I think they always paying homage to their, to their family, to their parents. I also enjoyed it because it was another song that didn't really have his voice like altered and pitched in a certain mm -hmm. type of way. Um, before looking at the track list, I said to myself, like, this sounds like an album that Cuddy would be on. And then sure as hell he was on the track All My Own. Um, all in all, I liked it. It did have a lot of guitars, a lot of voice changing vocals. Um, the lyrics to me seemed pretty simple, but if you're not about listening to the lyrics exactly, then this is fine. If you are, then try to take it apart from the instrumentals in the back. Mm. Like dissect it a bit. So cool. I thought that this um, was really interesting because, because I think he's like using all the same letters to make his albums. Like this mm -hmm. E-R-Y-S spells Eris. Or Eris, but sorry backwards. But, yeah. Side. It was the next one going to be Ray's. Like, mm -hmm. what's, I don't know. I'm curious. Um, yeah, the last one he started off Sire with just the four songs were blue. Mm -hmm. This one is pink. I'm trying to think of this another four. What's another four letter color? Maybe he'll do five letters next time. I'm like, I'm thinking he's not going to do like yellow. That's going to be a long song. It might be. Mm -hmm. He might just make um like certain tracks in the middle, like shorter. Yeah, I really like I really like this. I think this this is his second album, and I know so Sire was his first album, mm -hmm. but he had mixtapes, I guess, before that or EPs. He did. Okay, yeah. But this was great, great growth. This week for our honorable mentions, we had "Miss Me" by Division, "Big Time" by Rick Ross and Swiss Beats. I can't wait for Rick Ross to drop this next album. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Blow by Ed Sheeran, Chris Stapleton, and Bruno Mars. Mm -hmm. And Spirit by Beyonce. Beyonce. I hope she wins an Oscar for that. <laughs> Seriously. This Ed Sheeran, this Ed Sheeran album about to be crazy. Burn your flame through the night.
And now it's time for music news. All right, so <clears throat> Nicki Minaj, she recently pulled out of a concert that she was going to do in Saudi Arabia. Okay. Um, he said she wanted to show support for women's rights and gay rights and freedom of freedom of expression. Um, she said that after careful reflection, I've decided to no longer move forward with my scheduled concert in Jeddah at the Jeddah World Fest. While I want nothing more than to show my fans in Saudi Arabia, to bring the show to my fans in Saudi Arabia, after better educating myself on the issues, I believe it's important for me to make clear my support of the rights of women, the LGBTQ community, and freedom of expression. Okay. In Saudi Arabia, gender segregation between single men and women is still enforced in many restaurants, coffee shops, public, sh- public schools, and universities. Um, other rules have loosened, like women are now allowed to drive and you know attend sports events. But Nikki just ain't with it. And mm. I respect her decision. Right. You know, of course, yeah, you want to bring your show to everywhere your fans are, but you also want everyone to be treated fair and equally, so... That's a great way to stand up for it. Like, I also feel like a lot of people are about to stop performing in Atlanta or in Georgia, which is crazy because that's, like, such a main market. But if this abortion law passes, I feel like that's going to happen. A lot of artists are just not with it. Mm-mm. They're standing up politically. That's how they And that's can. how it starts. Yeah, that's how and they make good. it count. You got to go for the dollars. You got to go for the dollars. They got a lot of dollars. You know, that's really cool. Um, hmm. Well, this week... So I know that speaking of a lot of dollars, so I know that marijuana is slowly becoming <laughs> legal in different parts of the country, mm-hmm. and we're all wondering about Ray Ray, who's still locked up for selling a dime bag twenty years ago. Goodbye. I'm serious. In New Jersey specifically, part of their proposed bill is to put cannabis centers in low can- low income um, neighborhoods in order to create jobs. But there are also the same neighborhoods where Ray Ray got locked up at. Virgin. Well. We can always count on our friendly neighborhood hove to stay ahead of the curve <laughs> when it comes to big business and how it affects our communities. Jay has signed on to the be- Jay has signed on to become the chief brand strategist for California-based cannabis company Caliva. Okay. Their goal will be to improve the benefits of marijuana legalization in communities that were most affected by the war on drugs. It's a multi-year partnership that will really focus on employing citizens returning from incarceration. Wow. So it's making sure that people who are coming home, possibly from getting incarcerated from doing this, when they come home and they want to get back into it legally, they are set up to know how and the jobs and the opportunities are going to be afforded to them. Jay-Z never left the game. Never. Well, you, what you called him? What you <laughs> Once said, a dealer, always a dealer. <laughs> <That's> stupid. <laughs> He said, we want to create something amazing and have fun in the process. Oh, with all the potential in the cannabis industry, Caliva's expertise and ethos make them the best partners for this endeavor. We want to create something amazing and have fun in the process. Do good and bring people along the way. Okay, shout out to, you sure it's not Caliva? (coughs) Caliva, I think it's Caliva. It probably is Caliva. I don't know, it could be. But yeah, once a dealer, always a dealer. Shout out to Jay. I feel like we're always mentioning him in music news. Because he's always doing something. He's always doing something. Something. Yeah. like, and, and I'm glad that it's always he's still productive and doing something. Yeah. 
that's what I'm I'm fine with, like without an album. Mm-hmm. Certain artists I'm fine without music from mm-hmm. because at least still active. Of course, I'd want to hear another album by Ree, but Ree is still getting the bag in 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 fashion, in in <laughs> what was she got in, in makeup? Like I could wait for an album, I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. I'll be okay mm-hmm. as long as you're doing something productive. Mm-hmm. So. On the way, listeners. Do you feel as if more celebrities are going to stop performing in protest? Tweet us at On The Way Weekly and let us know what you think. We're gonna go. And we'll be right back. That's my favorite show, girl. I rush here just to take it slow. Working all night and now I need a hit. Call my name. Where you at? On the way. How far? On the way. Poppin', poppin' on the way. How far we take it all the way? Time to get into the blackness. Don't touch my head. It's just me against the world. Who taught you to hate your family? The blackness. Keep the keep on. Here we talk about the world, i.e., black political and social issues, as we see them through our point of view. What's going on in the world, Khalil? <laughs> so this week it feels like I'm caught. We're caught in between um, like two podcasts that I really like and that they don't necessarily get along. But I can understand the viewpoints of both of them. Um, so we're talking about this week. Last week, ASAP Rocky, he was locked up in Sweden right. for defending his friend, his his friends, his Whoever was in his um, entourage, entourage. Thank you. I didn't want to say posse. Whoever was in his entourage, who was with him from paparazzi, who were not wanted, and they were told nicely, please not to take pictures, and then they just kept violating, and then they felt the need. ASAP felt the need to defend himself. Right. However, now he's locked in jail for at least a period of two weeks i heard and the sit the the conditions have not been great they've been deplorable as he said or inhumane mm-hmm. um and i hear he's locked up in there with like a cellmate who's not great who's right. probably needs some medical attention that he's not getting i've heard and, of that as well and he's having to stay there and do, and, and feel that right. and so however black twitter was going off because of this tweet that he brought up what tweet this tweet that he um, mentioned mm-hmm. about two years ago, it says, they're not forcing me to do, they're not forcing me to do shh. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to stay black and die. Wow. Why? Because you I'm- swear you, Joe Clark. Because I'm black. So every time something happens because I'm black, I got to stand up. What the am I, Al Sharpton now? I'm ASAP Rocky. I did not sign up to be no political activist. I want to talk about my mother, Lean, my best friend, Diane, the girls that come in and out of my life, Mm -hmm. the jiggy fashion that I wear, my new inspirations, and drugs. Mm -hmm. I don't want to talk about no Ferguson because I don't live over there. I live in in Soho and Beverly Hills. I can't relate. I'm in the studio. I'm in these fashion studios. I'm in these drawers. I'm not doing anything outside of that. That's my life. So that was the tweet that he put out like two years ago. I remember. And so now what's happened is uh, 
one of our favorite podcasters from The Read, has put out a tweet, and she's saying how basically she's just saying how she doesn't feel bad for him, and he's deserving what he gets. And then another podcast I listen to, uh, the Joe Budden podcast, one of the members of the Joe Budden podcast, is saying how it's really nasty that they would bring up that tweet in this kind of a Mm -hmm. time and that they wouldn't just um, help the person move forward. And I think that two things can be true. I think that this is definitely the time to bring up that kind of a tweet because he's a public figure and he said a really controversial public statement when you say something you stand behind it mm-hmm. that means you believe it all that you believe it 100 100 percent. and if you don't believe it 100 percent, then you should come out and say hey as much as i stood up for that i don't believe this anymore either right. because this is what the lesson that i've learned or something like that but however i don't think it means that the person deserves what's happening to them because at the end of the day the one thing that i think he failed to realize is as much as he wanted to feel like he wasn't connected to the situation just because he's black no matter where you go you will always be black in Mm. any part of the world and that might have a lot to do with why he's locked up now probably for something that he doesn't deserve i listened to another podcast and one of the cameramen from the podcast he got locked up in sweden too for like two weeks for Oh, no, no. It was like for almost a month for getting into a fight for somebody who discriminated against him for being black because they wouldn't let him into the club. Right. <clears throat> and things escalated. But you, well, no matter where you go, you have to be aware, especially if you're black, especially if you're black. And so I'm sure that he's probably feeling maybe different about his tweet now but that doesn't mean that it shouldn't come to light and it doesn't mean that it also can't be a teachable moment for him and you can hold something up in somebody's face and also want them to succeed and also want them to learn from it but it's so it's okay not to just ignore things that have actually happened i think <clears throat> so when i first heard of asap Rocky getting locked up i was like okay this is crazy like what's he locked up for probably something being black um then i heard the story like you did and i said okay fine I didn't think about the tweets at first, but I thought about, like, that's crazy. Yeah, Hope his lawyers. About the tweets. Hope his lawyers can get him out yeah. because, you know, we wouldn't want anybody in jail. I thought he'd have been out by now. Right. We wouldn't yeah, want except, anyone except in jail. Except Rocky in jail and Sweden. He'll be out soon. He's I mean, Rocky. 21 was in jail. 21 was locked up for a little right. bit. You know, immigration wise. So it was just, I was like, all right, I hope he can get out and it's not a situation where we, we're, we're ongoing like months or something like that. You know, because nobody should be locked up if they didn't really commit a crime. And if you're separating, if you claim to be separating a fight, you know, defending your people mm. um, from people who are trying to attack your people, that seems like a good reason. Then the lovely internet reminded me of the tweets and I was like, oh yeah, I do remember Sebraki saying this. Do I, mm. do I say that, ha ha, that's what you get? No. Does is it does it explain itself? Yeah, it does. Taha, that's what you kinda get if you're gonna sit there and talk about like I don't care about, you know, um um I don't cats are, who cares about cats? I don't care about cats and then you get freaking attacked by a bunch of cats. Mm-hmm. It's like that. It's like, you know, you shouldn't really speak about shit until you either are in that situation or you know for a fact it's never gonna come back to you. Yeah. Um I feel like in this situation, Crystal didn't say anything wrong or disrespectful she just said she's not signing a petition yeah like rightfully so she doesn't have to a lot of people online feel like they don't have to sign a petition you know that your fave celebrities are posting online and saying like oh let's sign a petition to get him out out. they don't feel like you know like why do i have to does he what's he 
What if I, what is he doing? And that's just the power of your words. You're going to understand right. words mean things. And if that's what your, the effect your words had on somebody, then you got to be accountable for that. I'm not saying everybody feels like that. Right. But, yeah. For Joe, and to, it's not Joe to, to try to attack her, attack, you know, or, or throw those shots that he threw at her. And it's just like, Joe, like, which Tudor already handled Joe, like, after that. Yeah. Like, right after. They said some really disgusting things. Uh-huh. At the same time, Joe's used to it, probably, because yeah, we'll he's he Joe Budden. He's used to it. He's Joe Budden. Yeah, we'll see what he says on Saturday. Um, but at the same time, it's like somebody, that's just someone's opinion. Like, you can't, you can attack them for it, but at the same time, you throwing shades and shade and things of that nature, it's just like, yeah. it's not necessary. And it's not to hold it up in, his, in somebody's face, in his face, to say, haha, this is what you get. But it's also, but it's just to say, you said it, and. This is the effect that that is now that you're in this position is right. having on some. So now people. you want the help from people, from black people, to and not help that, you to and get not out. that he doesn't deserve it, but you right. just have to be accountable for what you say and how it can right. make people feel. Right. Exactly. Well, in a lighter news, <laughs> I shouldn't say that. This week, for my queen spotlight, I wanted to shine a beautiful light on Corey Coco Goff. Um, she is the 15 year old tennis player. Corey Goff. Who recently um, beat one of her idols? Mm. One of her idols. At 15. Venus Williams in the first round of the Wimbledon. First round of Wimbledon. So when I thought about this initially, I was like, I can't imagine somebody that I look up to and us doing the same thing. Imagine beating Beyonce if you're 15, nigga. Yo. Imagine you being 15 and you've been out there and you outshining Beyonce. Somebody that you had to look up to and like, you, you won. The guy, I don't, I don't, do I care about me? Do I care about your feelings? Do I, you know, does it make you feel old? Does it make me feel like, like what, like, what, it's so many emotions, right. but so many great ones on, on top of that. And you just gotta say thank you and just be like, hug it out. And hug it out. Um, she defeated, she defeated, she, she defeated her in the opening, earning her not only a win, but a history making one. Mm-hmm. Um, recently, Corey became the youngest team player, tennis player ever to qualify to compete in the exclusive Wimbledon tournament during the open era. So that's major. Mm. Corey said that she doesn't know how to feel. Um, she said this was definitely the first time I ever cried after winning a match. I don't know how to explain how I feel. I had to tell myself to stay calm. <laughs> so same. And I had never played on the court so big. I had to remind myself that the lines are the same size. Mm. Like, you know. And that's it's it just happy to, like, you know, to wow, to be in that moment. And realize, like, look, this, yeah, it's a major game, but this is just, just like a regular game. That's just like driving. Like, no matter, like, what highway you're on and, like, no matter how crazy it feels, like, the width of the car and the lane is always the same. It's always the like, same. just drive. Stay in your lane. Just stay in your lane. Wow. Um, she said she was happy to be playing Venus Williams and that her dad told her to get ready because the ball is going to be coming back fast. Mm. Um, mm. And sis was ready and sis be- defeated her. And it was a beautiful moment afterwards. I think I, like I saw like a clip of this video of like them trying to ask her questions about it, and she's like, "I'm just so, just so happy." Like she's not, she's not gonna be over there, over there like talking trash about her idol, somebody she looked down, looked up to. Like that's crazy. Right. So, shout out to you, Corey Queen. On the way, listeners. What do you think the actual cause of ASAP Rocky being locked up is? Tweet us at On the Way Weekly and let us know what you think. We're gonna go. And we'll be right back. I don't need nobody else. Oh, you got me on the way. Yearning for your loving, baby. I need that every day. Cause you know this ain't made for, for nobody.
a wrap. It's time to get out of here, but not before we leave you with some encouragement. Once again, you can find our quotes on our Twitter at Instinct, E-N-T-I-N-C, every Monday for some motivation. This week, our quote says, The moment you realize your worth, it increases. Mm. How does that make you feel? Oh, that's true. The moment you realize your worth. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's not always true, though. Because you have to realize it, and then you have to do something about it. Okay. Because you can also realize it and then slack it off and, and, and still accept stuff that's under you. But if you realize that you want to change it and you start to work to work to change it, you're... What used to be yeses can become quick noes, and what become used to become noes can become quick yeses. You just make sharper decisions because you've been there before. You know what you what's worked for you, what hasn't worked for you, and you know you want to sharpen it, you want to refine it, you want to make it better. So it's you can be a lot more astute and to the point with the things you want. I have to agree with you. I feel like um, it's what it's what you receive from this information. You know, and how you go about it. What do you do with it? You know, um, you can realize your worth. You can realize, like, yeah, I'm 100% that person, or I'm this confident, things like that. Okay, so now what are you going to do with that? Are we just going to just sit there and just realize that you are this, or are you going to take action? Mm-hmm. You can always take action to something. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do that's going to that's going to increase your worth? What are you going to do that's going to make this, you know, like evaluate, like elaborate this? Like, what what are we doing? What are we doing? What here? are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying, like, I'm, I'm going to be happy today, but not doing anything to make ourselves happy. Right. Just being happy. I feel like I could be real happy today. I feel it. And I, you know what? I know I'm going to be happy today, but then standing there the whole day in the same position. Waiting to be happy. Just I waiting for that happy to just. It's coming. It's, come, leave it's, me alone. It's you coming. on your way, right? Happy. Happy. You, you on your way. messing up my happy day today. You know, it's like, what are you going to do about it? And it could be something simple. Like if you're going to be happy today and you know you're going to be happy and that means you're going to put your phone on silent and block out everybody else. Cool. Because mm-hmm. that, if that's what makes you happy, it's about what you do with your worth when you realize it. Right. With your worth and your time. I think that's another thing. I mm-hmm. think you really recognize your time, how valuable your time is when you recognize your worth and how you don't want to waste it or how you want to spend it. Right. Well, if you're looking for me, you can find me on the Instagram and the Twitter at K-A-H-L-I-L-X-D-A-N-I-E-L. You can find my music on the Tidal and the Apple Music and the Spotify under Khalil Daniel. And you can also find me performing live. Yes, finally, praise God, at at SOBs on July 31st. (laughs) And if you're looking for me, you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Sylvie Jones, S-Y-L-V-E-E-J-O-N-E-S. And you can find some of my workouts on my fit page on Instagram at Sweat by V. What you been doing this week, speaking of workouts? I have been. That's so crazy. So I have to work on being consistent on posting a lot of my workouts on mm-hmm. it. So on my page, I still do work out. I just, and I have a whole bunch of videos. Yes. I just haven't made that time in my 24 to edit them and post them. Because oh, well, that, that's time consuming you. as well. Well, in your 24. But yeah, but in my 24, I have to make that time. So yeah. that'll be actually something I can do today. I'll just upload 
um, a bunch that are just sitting in my vault waiting mm. to be posted that I have not posted because I haven't made the time. Come on, yeah, we need these tips out here. Stop I'd trying rather, to be out here sculpting your own body. I'd rather make, all out here I'd rather be, make my, you know, spend my, my alone time sleeping. What? <laughs> what? Where does Cardi <laughs> B voice rarely, come from? Because I rarely have that time. So mm, yes. when I can't sleep, I do and did. Amen. And for everything else this and for everything else you heard, you can find us on our Facebook at Facebook.com slash instinct E N T I N C and on our website at instinctent.com slash on the way. And if you love what you hear, please make sure to like and subscribe to us on the Apple Podcast app. Leave a comment, rate, review, and let us know some more of what you think. Thank you for listening, everybody. Happy birthday, Rob. Bye, Stank. We'll see you next week. Yeah, 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 yeah. We stress, we grind one time, three times, two time, me time, we time, we roll, three time, rewind, late night, be mine. Yeah, and you know that's for sure. I clear the schedule so you know that's a go. Okay, we stress, we grind one time, three times, two time, me time.